This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer? Richard! Richard! Stop it. Welcome to the podcast, Hacking the Afterlife with Jennifer Schaefer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sorry. Hi, guys. How is everybody doing? We missed you, Jennifer. We haven't seen you for an entire week. Really? We didn't do Isn't that funny? You know, and when you meet someone like Jennifer, you have someone like Jennifer in your life where they help you, you know, access information you couldn't possibly know. Suddenly you got to call them all the time to go, should I have chocolate or vanilla ice cream? Oh I'm God. not really sure. <laughs> like we were, I saw you last week. I know. And it feels like years. Oh, forever. I'm like, you're making me jump around. Like, no, because time is so weird because I'm doing so many events. I'm yeah. Like, you've been doing a lot of events. Tell people about your events a little bit. please. Well, I first want to give a shout out to somebody who has a birthday today. Her name oh. is Wendy. Wendy. She's a faithful listener, a huge fan of yours. Mine. And she is just she is just a magical person. And I just want to say happy birthday again. Happy birthday. Wendy is her name? <laughs> Wendy. Wendy's opal. And then so um I just love her. So my events, people have private wine and spirit events. And so I go to their house, wherever it is, and it's anywhere between, you know, it could be five people to 30 people that I read. And so I had I've had I've probably read close to 50 people so far and it's I still have the rest of my day at work today and then I have a huge event tonight today 50 people today no this last week oh this last week okay well let me ask you how do people uh you know somebody wants you to do that they go they go to my website jennifershafer.com j-e-n-n-i-f-e-r-s-h-a-f-f-e-r.com and you can actually send a message to my assistant saying you want to book a private two hours. I also have two out. You can book a private here at my office or with a group of seven, seven to 10 people. That's the max. Yeah. I do it at my office. You can do that too. But if you want a particular date, contact my assistant because it's not on, it's not in the calendar. We have to pick it, which is kind of nutty. You know, you and I were kind of joking about this, uh, but, I, but it sounded like a great idea, which is, so let's say you're, I know this is going to sound weird, but let's say you're having a funeral for a, a beloved person. And you know, let's say that you're uh, sort of a non-denominational kind of person and you want to have it be open and, you know, people play music and blah, blah, blah. And have someone like Jennifer come and speak directly to the loved one who's no longer on the planet and have people give her questions in advance. She could be up at the podium. You know, you go through the family and then you get to and let's ask them how they're doing. And and so the you know the questions could be vague. They could be very specific. I don't know. I yeah. just. I think that's. I actually would. Love, I do it anyway. You yeah, know, you do it anyway because they call you up the moment the funeral ends. Yeah, I do. I do it anyway for people that you know with love. Yeah. So that would actually be. I would at least make it a little funny and different for them. <laughs> yeah, you do. Would have to go with me. So one other thing that I just want to mention real fast is my Instagram account has been hacked. Please look at the name. It'll, they'll put in two Fs or they'll put in two Rs. I will never, ever, ever ask for money over the internet 
ever. Oh, is that what these people are doing? Yes. They're saying they'll give a reading for like $85 and make send it to this PayPal account, which is innocuous. And, <laughs> and you didn't see my address there and my, my name? Friends were, my, fr- my friends were laughing because they're like, Jennifer, you're because the comment was, I wish you love and light. And I'm like, I... I'm, I'm nice, but not that nice. I'm not going to go out of my way to every person on Instagram that's a follower that I'm sorry. You know, I have seen, actually, I've seen a couple, not only from you, but one from Tony Stockwell, uh, you know, in London. And I thought, oh, Tony's not reaching out to me. That's funny. But they but build a website. They build a page. It really looks they, legit. It well, looks they like they're still everything from my page. So right now my Instagram account is down because they have to verify me. Oh, well, all right. You know, Jennifer, come on. Hold hold on. You happen to be very talented at this, okay? So why not? Luana, is this okay for me to ask this question? Let's ask Luana. Luana, somebody asked me who is that? Well, Luana's our moderator on the flip side who helps us access people over there who want to come and talk to us. Luana, you know the question I'm about to ask. Should I ask it or not? Why is this happening? Who's involved? I already know who's involved. It's a guy. It's a guy that had that actually sent a picture to my nephew of him with a bunch of weed in front of him, dirty fingernails, totally gross. He took a snapshot of himself because my little nephew said, not little, he's Brock, who I love, said, I'm coming after you. And so and so you know who this guy is, but I'm I'm asking on the flip side, do they know who this guy is and what the motivation is? That's my question. Just money. Just, Just money. money. Okay. All right. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Luana, we're going to toss it over yeah. to you because I invoked your name. And okay. when you invoke Luana's name, as we know. Let me put something. I need to put Luana, for those tuning in for the last time, is our moderator on the flip side. She has the VIP list. And they don't have to be VIPs. It's whoever has come forward to Luana and asked to be part of our program today, be part of our podcast. And it's whoever she wants us to talk to. We allow her to dictate our questions. Go ahead, Lou. They showed me you, Rich, in my <laughs> mind. So hold on a second. They're mentioning three days ago, you were outside talking, I believe, to your neighbor. Who's the woman that you talk to who lives right by you? Iris. Iris. Iris, yeah. Uh, Iris is a uh, a trans a channeler, and, and she's been trained by um, Lisa Williams. She's very good. An old friend of mine from high school. Yeah, and Lisa Williams is a dear friend of mine. He's actually... Um, and it's, so this is related to these conversations we've been having? Yes, and so it's related to one in particular. Iris didn't believe it, and she should believe it. And it's something like that appeared to her. I don't know if it's on the lines of Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene, what makes you say that now? I want you to be specific. Why are you thinking Mary Magdalene? I don't know. It's something she didn't believe in, and they're showing me like a cherub, and they're showing me... um, A cherub like the guy over my shoulder? Yeah, but they're also making me feel there's a connection with Mary Magdalene. All right, all right. so hold on. And Jennifer, are you aware of that? Have I I, mentioned it? Not, no. Okay. If you have, I don't. I just want to. I just want to clarify. Not, you and I. I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you in two years. This is all that's on the paper. <laughs> all right. So I, we haven't seen each other in a couple of years. All right. And uh, okay. Let's just clarify. And I, and I read her before, but I don't remember. That was years ago. I don't remember. Years ago, and Iris 
is a good friend and she's right. really working hard at learning her craft. But um, what happened was that Iris and I met, we were, she lives on the block from me. And so we were having our sort of weekend get together with the family. And this was some months ago. And she said, well, Richard, you na your name came up and somebody said, you need to, you need to access this visual that you're getting and you need to have Richard help you. Okay. So okay. the, the access that you, the visual that she was getting and three days ago, I, took i pulled up that interview which we did months ago i pulled up that interview three days ago okay and then included it in the text of a book that i've written a new book that nobody knows about okay that's but i wanted to make sure it was in the book and so i had to access it look through it think about it you see so jennifer's right on the money okay this woman i'm gonna just give you let's just go through some details so this woman related they want to go through details with you yeah. Now with you. Yeah. So give me one second. Let me just make sure that I'm seeing it right. Okay. Um, and Lou, is this correct so far? Am I correct? Yes. And we're trying to talk to this woman named Magda. Is that correct? Magda. Yes. But she's also showing me Jesus and a bunch of others behind her. And Mary Magdalene as well. Other people. Right. Magda actually was a town in Jerusalem. That's, okay, people that's who it. She's showing me like a town with a bunch of people in it. It felt like Jesus. So oh, I don't know. All right. So Magda was a town in Jerusalem. And okay. Mary, Miriam of Magda is from that town. I mean, not to okay. be too on the nose about now it. Said, hold on one second. Um, huh. Where? Oh. Whatever you were discussing, she's saying it's in a different place. It's in a different place. Okay. Well, I'll, let me let me let me clarify. So we interviewed uh, some woman named Magda. Her last name, I think, was in. I'm just going to say it, Archelaus. And it, okay, was that I'm feeling? Just so you know, I'm feeling Venice. With okay, it. you're feeling Venice, or something around Venice, or like something around Venice, I Venice, saw, Italy, right? Now, California. I yeah. saw. Yes. I saw a, um, I have the chills, hold on. I saw that, like a statue that's in like a window frame. I don't know. It just made me feel like the, and I, then I saw your daughter actually on one of the. Uh, gondolas. Um, yeah. Yeah. She was, she, she actually took over for a gondolier when she was in Venice. I was like, how did you do that? Um, because but, she's uh, Richard Martini's daughter. So let me, let me, let me ask Magda. It's now Luana. Do you want to talk to Magda? You want to talk to Mary Magdalene? You want to talk to Jesus? Who are we going to talk to today? Let's not judge any of those names. Let's just see. We just keep showing me we're, we're talking to you. Talking to me. Okay. So it's this idea of trying to access information from the flip side, from people who used to live behind the planet. And in oh. particular, go ahead. They say that you access it, but then you stop yourself. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Normally, you get, you normally, gotta, but normally you go dive deeper. They're, they're saying dig deeper? So much more to learn and uncover. Okay, absolutely. Okay. It, but in this case, what I was able to dig up, because I talked to this woman, and then I did the research, mm -hmm. and Magda Archelaus was the last name, and that was a name that was in Herod's cabinet. Okay, meaning a, like a sister there's well they're saying it was like a roman uh so she was married to a roman who was okay. involved with the whole jesus story 
And she was a fan and a follower of Jesus. Her name was Magda, and she was friends with Mary Magdalene. And so the what makes the story so incredible is that she verified certain details of this book, which I don't want to go into great detail because people, you know, that gets people crazy when you talk about this stuff. But basically, she was there helping Jesus after he was taken off the cross. Let's just put it that way, with healing, trying to heal his wounds and bringing in uh, and using aloe and myrrh, which are the two things that they claimed. So it's part of part of that story that I didn't know. And she was in great detail describing how her husband, who was this Roman soldier, wasn't able to know anything about what she was doing, but she was secretly going in there to help her friends who were all friends with Jesus. There's now, also with three, like three chapters. Three different chapters in the book, you mean? Yeah, either three different chapters in the book. I know three means a lot, like the trilogy, you know, the Holy Ghost, Spirit, whatever. Yeah, Father, Son, and Holy, Holy Breath, actually. I didn't mean to say, or whatever. I apologize to anybody that's... Yeah, no, no. Well, it, it, it is something that I talk about, which is that it's a mistranslation, the Father, Son, and Holy Breath. The word ghost originally in Aramaic was breath, to breathe, pneuma. And then later it was spirare, to breathe, which everybody called spirit. But it was a mistranslation. So it really, Father, Creator, Son, human, and the breath of life, the consciousness, the thing that makes us alive. Anyway, Lou, is that what you want to talk about? I don't want to jump in there. She says she just wants you to know that we're constantly encouraging you to reach further with your research and your studies. She says there's a lot more to be uncovered there. And, Excellent. And along that. Along those lines. Yeah. Okay. So don't publish the book tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, there's, there's so yeah. much more to add that you can, like a trilogy, maybe it's a trilogy of books. Like, yeah, could be. Just like Backstage Pass. Could right? be like Backstage Pass. We do have three of those. Um, and Luana, is that, and that's it, just encouraging me to do that. Yeah, that's so funny. Like you with this classroom, they just showed me with my dad. I know when my dad shows up that he's here because he comes to this, you know, versus being by myself and getting the information from my dad. I'm trusting it more, but it's been five years, six years, going on six years. Anyway, it shouldn't have taken that long. That being said, they're saying that you... That's the reason why they went through me to tell you because you trust it more, not because of me, but because of this classroom situation, just like I do when my dad shows up. Yeah, yeah, I understand that totally makes sense. And 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 so, but I but Lou, if we can, you know, just for people tuning in, we're talking about process, we're talking about research. And here I am doing research into something that happened thousands of years ago. And what you're saying is is it that we can access this information by talking to people on the other side? that we can help ourselves yes. so yes. that idea of don't take uh, anything at face value like don't like stay in the question they're saying dive the, a little deeper when you get an answer question you know have it resonate and then reach for more reach for more and i i'm trying I'm, the universe is infinite right and we haven't even gotten into you know what if there's parallel universe like well there is but what if Hold on. They're holding. They're having me hold. hold. They're having a laugh at that one. One minute. <laughs> Going on right in front of us. That's interesting. They're talking about time and how it's wonderful because people are, they can't remember what happened yesterday because time is getting a little bit fuzzy or funky or wonky, I want to call it. Um, 
tell, they're saying to remain present, like we've heard forever, right? But not for the reasons why you think. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> what does that mean, Lou? It goes faster when you're in alignment with your path. And if you're present during the time that you are in alignment, which everybody is, they just aren't aware of it. Their conscious mind isn't aware of it. Um, then it's kind of like my day at work where I don't remember the things that come through me. You just remember the emotions. It, they're saying it's a lot easier to detach. So the more in tune you are, let's say, the more in tune that you are, the easier and the faster time moves right. because you're connected to the other side, let's say, right. as you're connected to your higher self or you're connected to the loved ones around you. And that's why you're not really focused on the present mundane stuff that's all slowed down. You can't get your pizza on time. You know, coffee tastes weird or whatever. Instead of focusing on those minor insignificant things you're focusing on like what puts me in tune Correct. something like that Correct. so so luana talk to us a little bit about about reaching out to people not just you but anybody that let's say they're having a dream and and a, a loved one comes forward and they want to impart some knowledge some new information and of course the person having the dream will ask the next morning was that real did i make that up how do they how can you help people to differentiate between that. It's interesting because I have a dear friend who I went to Bonaire, uh, Sandy, and her husband David, and she said that she she asked me the question, could you be asleep and be awake all at the same time? She goes, I swore I was awake during this dream. She goes, but my husband says I was sleeping. I was completely out the whole time. She goes, it was the most magnificent dream I've ever had because I thought I was awake the whole time. I don't know. That just popped into my head. But let me think, Sadie. That's her. Well, story. that makes sense. That seems yeah. to be what I'm talking about, which is, you know, the it's almost like the filters on the brain sort of block our awareness of how things are on the other side. And when we're asleep, the filters are gone. And so it does feel like we're completely awake and existing. I mean, it's different than other dreams that are kind of random and, you know, pepperoni oriented, let's say or created. Right. <laughs> so Lou, what is it about? Let me ask you that Luana about filters on the brain. And, and that is kind of related to the question, which is where are these oh, filters? Go on. ahead. They're deeply embedded in your subconscious. It goes back to from what she's showing me. She just went boom. Um, they come from whatever you've been. Okay. I had a lot more filters. That's so fascinating. I love the way they show me things. So I had a lot more filters when I first started doing this work because I had fear, right? So my subconscious was trying to wrestle with, I was Mormon. Am I, you know, am I going to hell for doing this? And my blood, when I had all the things that, that would have kept, that could have, but didn't keep me from my purpose and said it enhanced it later on, which we don't need to go into, but um, they're saying I had a lot more to deal with. So filters, I think, are also with what you have with fear and what your tribe has embedded in you and what you, um, you might be walking a certain way, but your subconscious is still trying to catch up that you're okay, that it's not going to hurt you. I understand. Sense? Yeah. Yeah. And like your belief system is like a filter, right. a form of filters. That's the biggest filter. She says that's the, by far, that's the wall. And so, 
and telling people to just drop their belief system or to bypass their filters. I mean, mm-hmm. I, we've shown and demonstrated that you can bypass the filters through hypnotherapy. And I'll say that. She's saying it's actually almost impossible. It's something that has to go from the inside out. It's not something that can inside go- out. You can't get. You can't tell them. But I'm saying meditation. We've shown that people that's can the, access this stuff right, through meditation. That's the, that's the inside. That out. literally sidestepping the filters or the fear because you're with them and you're guiding them into a meditation. Going well. Let's not. Let's ignore that right now. Let's focus on this. But also a medium. It seems that mediums like Jennifer. Mediums don't seem to have the same filters. And in Jennifer's case, very few now. I don't know how she's bypassed them all, but seeing, hearing, sensing people not on the planet, not everybody can do that. You know, and it's not, not, what I have learned is not everything that I know I should say, right? Oh, so true. Yesterday, yesterday, I had, I'm, met with two people last night that wanted to know if they should go into business together. Well, they're in front of me at this event. Well, they're listening now, so be careful. Right. No, 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 no. This, is good. this is a good story. So I had, I put in my head, I'm like, okay, how would you say it if they're not? Oh, you should wait. You should wait for that. Right. So I had a way of saying it. If I got a no, there's a way of giving information Luckily, it was the best thing that's going to happen to both of them. Great. And I was able to get all this information about past, present, and future. So there's that. But then I had another client. So I part of my pro bono work that I love, which is very challenging, the content is, is mothers with kids that have cancer. I help them kind of navigate around the surgeries, navigate around this. And like this mother, her son, Ollie, who's a beautiful boy, she won't mind me saying this. She got a hold of me. She's like, he's going into surgery. There's something with his shunt. Tell me it's not brain cancer. You know, is there tumors? He's three years old. And he thought it was like a year and a half. This great kid. I'm like, listen. And I I looked into it. And, you know, these phone calls, it's just like with law enforcement. They don't, I was on my way to dinner. It was just, you know, it was just, it's kind of one of those things. But I can go into my zone no matter where I'm. I've trained myself to go into my zone no matter where I'm at. But she's, I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. She, when I talked to her, I was preparing myself for the worst. Like, how how am I going to give this information if it is? But what I got was, no, it's just a shunt. I'm not feeling cancer. And she was bawling. She's like, Jennifer, I'm like, I'm I'm telling you, there's something actually wrong with that, but it's not the cancer. It's not cancer. It's something else. Yeah. And sure enough, the next day, it is the shunt. They replaced it. Now they're checking for cancer markers. And the day after that, they're like, no cancer. Oh, that's great. but I, you know, it's still challenging. I've just have trained myself to give information sometimes too. when, hey, you do have something, it's going to be taken out. You're going to have to go through chemo and I'll, and I'll navigate, you know? Yeah. Well, and- I've noticed that I, you know, my wife mentioned it the other day. She said, Jennifer speaks with love. You have a certain way of expressing almost unconditional love to people. Even though you're telling them the truth, <laughs> this is this thing is going to happen. You do have a natural way of expressing it with a loving, and so it allows you to tell people hard truths, but in such a way as that they can. Anyway, I'm sure the, the audience feels that way as well. I I I feel that you know nine out of ten times they already know too. I'm just yeah. validating what they already know. That's true, of course, yeah. I always dive deeper, though. Like, 
um, with what you said, like with what you do, um, I always ask, I'm like, okay, so how can we, how can we fix it? How can we navigate? How can we, what's their best, what is their best form of, you know, somebody's going through divorce. What can they do now? What is their best form of action that they can do right now in this moment? Yes. And you know, some, uh, we were, I was talking about this the other day because somebody I know lost somebody very close to them and they were saying, you know, how difficult it was and the amount of grief, but they also said, you know, from this kind of work that you're doing, it, it, she was able to parse it in terms of energy. She knows that there's a law of physics that energy doesn't die, that it moves to somewhere else. And that allows for the possibility that what we're talking about is accurate, that people do go back home, that do have this ability to still give us new information, and that we don't have to fear it or be sad by it. No, no. As you've told, you've said many times, I think, this is a coffee shop. <laughs> yes, yeah, a coffee shop somewhere in some Santa people, Monica. Some people get a little bit more coffee than others. But. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, and that is the constant complaint is like, why is the world so screwed up? And then I, what I always try to say is, just focus on yourself. How did you get to be here? Why are you here? How, what was the process for you getting here before you start laying on everybody else why they chose difficult paths in lifetime? Just focus on your own. And once you sort of accept that, oh my gosh, I've had goofy lifetimes, I've had great lifetimes. I've had many lifetimes. I've had all these experiences. They're all who I am. But I'm learning and I'm trying and you know, try to focus on the unconditional love part if you can then you know then it's not so much about judging others as it is to trying to understand what the process might be lou anything you want to add to that or what do you want to mention we got i only got her for about 10 more minutes lou anybody you want to chat with hold on sorry robin williams just showed up mr williams mrs doubtfire hello 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 Oh, he said that you spoke to a friend of his. I did. That is so strange. And <laughs> and so, and they were. And I, at, I promise you, Richard and I have not spoken. <laughs> well, I all right. And so I want you to clarify something, Robin. Okay, I think. Let me, let me, blah, blah, blah. hold on. What? He's like, tell that person to settle down a hot minute. <laughs> a hot minute. That's um, me. Hold on. Okay. So. He says it was a wonderful conversation. You gave him lots of encouragement. And I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this, yes. A person who was accessing you and they wrote to me and they said, this is so weird. I watched the podcast and Robin came through and then he came through to me and he had these things to say to me. And, and this woman asked you, if I'm correct, I think it was a woman, asked you, Robin, what award were you most happy about? And you, Jennifer doesn't have to come up with the answer because the answer was well, so. It was the, the word that he was the most happiest about what I'm getting right now. Did it have to do with the one he played as a homeless person or was there anything like that? Could be. Okay. I but the word that, the word that this woman heard was granny, a granny award. And so I looked it up and it turned out that back in the 1970s, Somebody was doing a stand-up, I think it was Andy Kaufman, who we've talked to in our podcast. Andy Kaufman came through and he said, and he introduced his mother, his grandmother, 
and and his grandmother came on stage and then sat there during his whole act while he referred to his grandmother. Grandmother would sit over there and nod. And at the end of the set, grandmother pulled off her mask and it was Robin. Oh, wow. And I thought, is that what he means? What what did you mean by the Granny Award? Or was that Mrs. Doubtfire? No, it's the one you mentioned. So he played a grandmother. I mean, it wasn't an award per se, but the granny performance. So you played you played Andy Kaufman's grandmother. And you didn't say anything. But I mean, the idea of that being funny is so funny on so many different levels. I mean, the to think that, that, that he, the fact the fact that he's mentioning it, which I love, right? Yeah. Um, he also says what he did for animals or an animal shelter of some sort. I don't know, but that's- You remember anything about him talking to Coco? No. We had- You know what's so great about this podcast? Listening to it, it's like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we interviewed Coco and Coco talked about her trip, her, her experience with Robin. Robin, Coco was the gorilla who could speak in sign language and Robin went to visit her and there's footage of the, of the meeting between the two of them. And it was really wonderful beyond words about that kind of. Giving, so, Robin, what do you want to talk about that, my friend? The, chance. the world needs to collectively do more of a loving meditation for themselves and for others. It releases toxins from your energy field. He's just showing it being released. And then he reminded me of this morning. So, this morning I had something where I'm like, oh, I was a little bit jealous about something. And instead of being that, it's over something stupid, but instead of being that, over a trip actually. So instead of being jealous or anything like that, which was stupid, because I'm going on, I am, I've been traveling this year, like nobody's business, I'm gone a lot. So that, it didn't make sense. But what I did is I turned around and sent them so much love, so much kindness, every chance I got, and it just diminished everything. That is that what you well let's ask robin is that what you mean that's what he showed, well that's what he showed me he showed me me doing that this morning so that kind of where you just get quiet and you just start sending whatever you're afraid of start sending love to it he says we hold on he's showing us we hold on so tight that our hearts hurt to things that don't matter right the things that don't matter and the idea of sending love and now you do it from the flip side robin so what, how would, just give us an example. How ah, would. He was just throwing hearts out. Like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, but Robin, how would you, how would you do it over there? Let's say I'm, here I am praying at home and I'm thinking to myself, I'm not getting any answers from any of my relatives. I'm going to try Robin. What would be a way for you to send love or healing light to somebody here on the planet? What would, what would be that process? I would do what you do, either hold a picture in my mind or in front of me, connect my heart and just let it go. Just, just show it like going. Beautiful. Yeah. And especially if you're sending healing light, see, that's something you can picture and imagine whatever that means to you. You can even add a color oh, to it. Did we, oh, zing, that we just said the same word at the same time. Wow, yeah. how about that for a flip side 
What's that thing to go? Jinx. <laughs> but yes, colors, sending colors of the right. light, the healing light that you... That's the easiest. Start off with that and then put feeling towards those colors. Beautiful. So, Robin, give us an example. What would be a color of love pink. for you? Pink. You just said pink. Okay. Some people think green because of the chakras or the energy centers. Or, or nature. Yeah. Yeah. Could healing. Be green. Um, whatever color you feel is healing. Doctors sometimes, you know, it's blue light blue iridescent whatever every color is unique just like in your energy field or just like how you show up for people like everybody has their own unique color color scheme um whatever you feel like mine is they just showed me pink and gold light and iridescent light that's just the way that i send it and i see it wrap around people yeah that's it doesn't mean that that's the right there is no wrong answer yes but i do want i do want to just hone in on this for a second robin so let's say i'm sitting at home i've had my 13th beer and i'm thinking to myself i'm not getting any help i need robin williams help and i start to picture you would it if i picture you in a pink light would that... i will be there i'll be there before he even picture <laughs> me with a big brown he, she, he just showed me the clown nose big red nose yeah beautiful well, what could what more could we want from life than to have Robin Williams show up with a red nose to remind us how hilarious it is right? to be on the planet? And if, you, and if you keep drinking, your nose will look like it. He said. Hello, uh, this popped onto my desk. Amelia Earhart's airplane just flying by. I love it. Should we ask Amelia any thoughts? He says that she was in your dream state. But you haven't been remembering. No, but she did pop up the other day, and I was just thinking to myself, I've just got to burn some bridges or bar knock down doors or whatever it is. What? And let's just ask Amelia flat out. You and I have discussed, talked to her a million times before. Million. What she just showed me was a cartoon. <laughs> okay. You're saying that? You mean, do you mean cartoon or you mean like a graphic novel? story of your life something like that is that what you mean like amelia and like an anime of some sort like an like well an animated version it doesn't have to be like you know pixar i mean it could be but we have to she's saying to explore different options I feel like it's going to be a movie, but there's also, I don't know why I saw anime, which was very interesting. You know, Well, anime maybe it's a mixture. Maybe it's a mixture. I mean, because I've always thought of it as a series. What are happening? So like, you know, Netflix, a series like Breaking Bad, that sort of thing. So many episodes, and some of them could have that element of graphic novel within it. So right. things that we have to imagine that happen, we can see them in a certain way. Yeah. But anyway. I just, I don't like to, if, if she shows up, I like to. Give you a kiss. <laughs> don't give up. It's happening. I love It's that. happening. She's flying by as we speak. It's fine. Wow. Sorry. Okay. For the audience that's listening in, I'm holding up the <laughs> uh, model of the plane that she flew the Atlantic in. Okay. And I have to go. But... You do not have to go. I do. Somebody needs you on the flip side. We need you. You must stay with us, Jennifer. Please. All right, listen, oh. I appreciate. Uh. <laughs> I appreciate you more than you know, and we love you. Love you too. Thank you so much for your gifts. 
And thanks for talking to us about the flip side. And we will catch you next week, I hope. Yes. Uh, I'm Bye. Bye. <laughs> Love you. All right, be good. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on gaia.com via Amazon Prime.